wonderful people. As we know, I'm on Hinge. Somehow it has become a bit of a theme to talk about some dates that I've been going on as of late and for Annabelle to go through my Hinge profile. Lucky me. (laughs) So it just makes sense that Hinge have come through and we now have a partnership. Yay! It's happened. They heard and I love that for them. (laughs) Not only is it the dating app designed to be deleted, obviously, it's also taking queer online dating to the next level. Absolutely. In collaboration with Glad, they've created an incredible set of prompts tailored to everybody in the LGBTQIA plus community. Yeah. I love this one, Louis. What is your favourite LGBTQIA plus owned place? What a good question. Well, you know, literally most places on Smith Street. Melbourne, in Melbourne, let's Facts, be real. yes. If you know, you know. I've had many a lovely memory shaking my booty on a podium and being fun and queer there. Do you know what? I've actually seen so many of you lovely listeners on Smith Street and we've spoken about the potty. So... Taste. Taste. You're shaking your bitty, they're shaking their bitties. Yeah. I love that. <laughs> These inclusive prompts let you showcase your authentic self and allow you to kickstart meaningful conversations. Hinge, I see you, I hear you. Loving it. If you're ready to dive into the dating pool with confidence and authenticity, hey, download Hinge today. Answer some prompts and show yourself off. Let's go. Shameless Media. wondered if someone's having an affair, if their money is a little suspicious, or if the rumours about their family are true. We think everybody is carrying around a secret. And this show, well, it's all about spilling them. Welcome to Everybody Has a Secret. My name is Annabelle Lee. I'm your host and ultimate secret sharer. Producer Eilish Gilligan is on my left. Hi, Eilish. Hi. Hi. And opposite me today is my co-host, who could it be but Louis Hansen? There's no other option. You always <laughs> comes Every back. Every season. And we're always <laughs> so happy to see your smiley, smiley face. How have you been? Honestly, so Good. And I think partly due to the fact that the sun is just starting to come out, I brought a jacket with me because I thought I would need it. So I drove here, drove, 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 got out of the car and... What a surprise when I realised that I didn't need my jacket. Yeah, it's confusing. I love the weather, but I hate... Look at us starting things off with weather chat. <laughs> Literally. Keeping it interesting. So I'll finish this sentence and then I'll move on. <laughs> but I don't because I'm wearing a fucking jumper and I'm like, it's hot. Get it's me out of here. <laughs> of course, Louis, we are playing a game to kick us off. Today, we are bringing you a new game called Popular Opinion. Ooh. <laughs> I was waiting for an ooh from you. Ooh. No, I just retreated. I just retreated. <laughs> You're a little scared, are you? Well, yeah. Um, it it becomes a bit real as soon as you start explaining what it is. So um, I'm preparing myself mentally. This one is one of our tamer ones, I will say so. Okay, <laughs> I'll, I'll be the judge of that. Here is how popular opinion works. <laughs> our producers surveyed 100 listeners and asked them to tell us who somebody is most likely to cheat on their partner with. Louis, you and I are working together to try and land on the most popular answers from the audience. Okay, cool. Eilish, what are the rules? Okay, so I have the top five most popular answers from our listeners that we surveyed in front of me. You guys need to get all five. 
I'll give you three strikes. If you answer incorrectly, you'll lose a strike, lose three strikes, and you lose the game. Oh, cool, three, cool, cool. Three strikes and you're out. You're out. You're done. Cool, cool, cool. <laughs> okay, Annabelle, you're going to kick us off. Who might somebody cheat on their partner with? Cheat on their partner with? Like an in-law? What? <gasps> oh, okay. Who might somebody so like, cheat on their Your mum? <laughs> your mum. No, like, for example. Yeah, give us an example. Like, for example. So like, like your partner's sister or something. Yeah, is that what I mean? Whoa. I think so. Is or that like, what you mean? You're someone from your partner's family. Ooh. That's not on the board. Is it judging from you? Response. It's not on the board, babe. <laughs> Strike one. Okay, I'm just testing the waters, just just warming us up, Louis. No, exactly. You're wetting the whistle. Yeah. Um, I'm going to say co-worker. That's better. Yes, that's number three. Well done. Snaps for Louis. Oh, Jesus. Why am I only thinking of family members? This is fucked from me. Okay, so I've said in-laws. That was a no. You said colleague. Co-worker. Co-worker. I am going to... Say, why is my mind <laughs> blanking? Oh, a friend. Yes, I'll give you that. It says partner's friend. So, yep. like your Ooh, friend. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, very good. That's number two. God, that's number two. Yes. Yeah. Um, I am going to say, okay, this could be so niche slash rogue, but like a neighbor. No. Oh, that's actually a really good a guess, really... though, but that is a strike, unfortunately. Strike two. Yeah. Oh, look what you've done. Now you put it on me. Oh, <laughs> now it's going to be my fault. I thought we were going to fly through these, and I I'm know. sure the listeners at home right now are yelling shit into their phones. Like, it's so obvious. I'm like, this seems to be an obvious one that I'm just not picking up in my, oh my tiny God. little pea brain. What? What's number one? We need to pick the number oh, one. Oh, like, oh, yeah, I don't want this to be my guess in case it's wrong. So I'm just going to put it out as a suggestion and just gauge facial expressions. So this <laughs> isn't my answer. We're going to deliberate before we lock in okay. right now. Yeah, so I'm thinking maybe like a stranger on a dance floor because like Ooh. that could be a once-off cheating situation. Because I think we're thinking like long-term affair. I thought marriage affairs. Yeah, but the wording here is who is somebody most likely to cheat on their partner with. So it could be just like a one-night stand. For real. Let's lock in. We're locking Let's that lock in. in just a stranger on a dance floor. You got stranger number five. Stranger! stranger! Yes, yes, yes. Well done. And now it's on you. Oh. You're in the hot seat. <laughs> I always just think these people who have affairs because they just happened upon someone on the street. It's like... Save some for the rest of us. It's so <laughs> selfish. Like, I can't even get a look back on the street. Yeah. And you're out here just walking, getting a coffee and having sex with someone. Like, I'm not tied to anyone. And Let you me are have... tied. Like, you <laughs> need to leave. Let me have a meet cute with someone. <laughs> okay. Once again, I love how we've just... The rules are malleable right yeah. now. So, so you we're going to discuss. Yeah, yeah. Just going to throw shit at the wall, see what sticks yeah. with you, okay? Something within a profession that's like a doctor or like a GP mm-hmm, or mm-hmm. do you know what I mean? Do you know what I'm trying to put down right now? Yeah, like your healthcare professional. Because <laughs> like, oh, I don't Oh, I'll be honest with you. I'm not sure. You're, you're not sure. <laughs> Initially, I thought you meant like if you're a doctor. I yeah. thought you were talking about co-worker again. And I was like, Louie, we've been through this. <laughs> yeah. Maybe like if it was a dating app, perhaps no. Oh, Would that be too like rogue? very blatant cheating. Yeah, I think or that's like good. A, a fake profile, or no, I don't know. I think that's better. You reckon? Yeah. Do you have any final suggestions for me to suggest? <laughs> <laughs> I think. I feel like I should have cracked down on the deliberation. <laughs> <laughs> We're just like really having discussions now about this. I'm gonna say dating app. 
Yeah, I like dating apps. Or like online dating. What about wait staff? Wait staff. Or like a bartender or something. A bartender. <gasps> yeah, a nightlife professional. <laughs> or which do you prefer? Nightlife professional <laughs> or I, dating app? I think I still like dating app because people do that. Someone might like cheekily go on plenty of fish. I don't fucking know. Yeah. I think like that cr- one's Christian better. Mingle. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to say some kind of online dating site slash app. And uh, um, you're, oh, right now your face is saying no, so I'm going to we go. Were go <laughs> we were still in our deliberations, Moon I'm, I'm, I'm going to say nightlife professional. <laughs> okay, so you're wrong on both of oh, <laughs> Sorry. Okay, so that's three strikes. I'm going to give you the top five. Okay. Number one. I can't believe you what guys one? didn't get this. It was an X. Oh, oh my fucking god! That's a really clever one, guys. <laughs> you guys nailed that, babes. That is so clever. <laughs> number two was partner's friend. Number three was coworker. Number four was gym partner slash personal trainer. Gym, because you are all hot and sweaty in the same room. Mm-hmm. It, it can be really hot and like primal. Almost. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna make that into a sound effect. <laughs> You'll hear that sound throughout this episode. Excellent. <laughs> oh, and God. And number five was, of course, Stranger. 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 Oh, but we, we passed. We got most of them. It, we yeah. got over 50%. So mm-hmm. I'd say a win. A win regardless. A win's a win. All right, honeys, last season we did a fun little episode called Stay or Go. Our listeners loved it so much that we thought we'd do it again. Yay, that was one of my favourite episodes from last season. Me too. (laughs) So to remind you, we have three Stay or Go dilemmas and we need a definitive answer for all of them, okay? So Mm -hmm. when you're listening, it's black or white. Yeah, stay cool. or go. Okay. No sitting on the fence here. No, no fences in sight. No, I love a fence though, but alas, <laughs> not today. Not, not today. today. Okay, secret number one. I will get straight to it. My boyfriend can't hold down a job. Go. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> he has been fired or let go from every job he has had. We've been together for almost two years now, and we have lived together for ten months. I knew very little about his personal life before we started dating, but at the time I met him, he was holding down a steady job. However, about three months into the relationship, he was let go by his employer because he took an extra week of holidays without it being approved. <laughs> Sorry, how did that happen? My, my king, my king, <laughs> come on now. He just wanted to relax. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, I just want to go to Bali. <laughs> Let me live, what the fuck? Let me sip some margaritas <laughs> on the shores of Bali. In his defense, it was a bit more complicated than that. Oh. <laughs> Oops. <laughs> He was also told that he didn't have to work for two months due to the seasonal nature of his work. So it was all a little bit messy and technical. And because of that, I didn't think too much of it. Soon after this, I found out it wasn't the first job he had been fired from. In fact, he told me he was fired from his first job due to not being trained sufficiently and subsequently endangering a colleague with machinery he was operating. Oh, my God. My king. Oh, my God, my king. Get off the tools, man. (laughs) It's getting really hard to defend you right now, my king. (sighs) It was clearly a sore spot for him, so I didn't touch on it again. What about the colleague? Sore spot for him. He's bloody in hospital. Nearly dead. (laughs) Although I started to worry, he enrolled for tertiary education, which led him to be hired in a new workplace. 
Three days ago, he told me he'd been fired once again for retaliating against a bully at work. Again, he refused to go into any further detail. My heart sunk. I felt horrible for him, but a small part of me saw it coming. I am really worried about our future now. We live together, but with his parents because of the cost of living crisis. It's hard to imagine our future together, especially if we moved out of his parents' home. What if he loses another job and I'm left to pay off the rent on my minimal student income? My questions now are that I genuinely do not know what to do. He has untreated ADHD, which I believe could be a factor in all of this, although I definitely think there is a larger issue at play. Could it be irresponsible decision-making? General issues around anger? I love him with everything I have and he's a great partner otherwise, but I don't know how long I can sustain this relationship with him if I'm constantly worried about him getting fired. Oh, okay. I don't know why this is the first question that's popped up into my head. I love it. Let's act on it. (laughs) Do you think there's a difference between if this guy was leaving jobs, he wasn't getting fired, but he was actively just like, I'm bored, I'm out of here, versus getting fired? What's worse? I would say getting fired is probably worse, right? Well, because, yeah, I guess he, this guy specifically is putting other people in danger, which is not very king of him. <laughs> not very king, and also going to Bali for a week. But also I will say the whole, like, leaving jobs is another red flag. It's like, where's the motivation, king? Completely. <laughs> I feel like my gut is telling me very strongly that this person should go, simply because the qualities that relate to somebody getting fired consistently are not ones that I think work long-term in a relationship. Like, Mm. what do you want long-term with this man? Say it is, like, a family. Do you want to have a family with him? I don't know if the fact that he is being kind of, like, low-key aggressive sometimes, I don't know if that is necessarily a quality that you want. Regardless, the fact that he keeps getting fired is off-putting in itself. It's definitely a red flag for sure. The most attractive quality to me, or one of the most attractive qualities, is ambition and drive. And... I couldn't be with someone who was just getting fired left, right and centre and didn't have any real tangible like yeah. goals about just wanting to succeed in the yeah. career. It's the motivation that's an attractive quality and it's also honestly like stability. Wanting to trust that your partner will hold down a job for like a substantial amount of time is kind of like the bare minimum. Mm. I don't know. And I know that she's saying that there are other issues that perhaps could come into play here, like he's untreated ADHD. And I get that that would make things difficult for her. But it just feels like the issues here are things that he needs to resolve on his own. I'd hate for this person to think that she needs to be the one to like teach him how to, for example, learn how to operate a machine before using it. Like that's not her responsibility. (laughs) (laughs) So I think we can agree. It's a go. Yes. We'll deliver our answers in three, two, one. Go. Go. (laughs) I think we should call our next submission person Tara. 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 Hi, Tara. Welcome. Hey, Tara. Welcome to the group chat. (laughs) I am having a bit of a late 20s crisis. So real. (laughs) That's honestly so real of Tara. (laughs) Stay. Tara, stay with us. (laughs) We love you. We love you. Here's the backstory. Nearly five years ago, I went on a working holiday with my sister to a small town in northern WA. I ended up meeting my partner there, he's a local of the town, and we fell in love quite quickly. At the end of the trip, I ended up staying and my sister went home. So I have no family and no proper friends here. 
The only person I really have is my boyfriend and his friends. We've been dating for four and a half years, but it's only the last year that we've been in each other's lives 24-7 because he was previously a fly-in, fly-out worker and we had limited pockets of time together. In the early days, there was a handful of things he would do that I didn't like, but I let it slide as I just wanted us to be happy in the time we had together. Now we are together a lot more, I feel like I have the space to bring up the things I am unhappy with as they happen. He's struggling with this, as he can't understand why suddenly I have all these issues that I have never raised before. The more I raise, the more I see. In fact, I'm in a place now where I can see so many issues in our relationship that we almost aren't ever going to change, and I don't know what to do. Damn. I am still completely in love with him and love his company when he is being good. We are so obsessed with each other, but I have so many conflicting thoughts. Perhaps some examples might help. Sure. He doesn't want kids, but says he could change his mind later. He's 27, I'm 29, so when will later be? He doesn't want to get married, and I do. He drinks an average of 10 beers a night, and I don't like drinking at all. How does one stomach handle that? 10 beers a night? hell. That was only the third dot point out of a potential 15. And the first few were actually pretty serious. (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) I'm sorry. I shouldn't laugh. Sorry, Tara. We love you. He's not into health and fitness, and I very much am. He doesn't have a good family relationship and my family is everything to me. He wants to try all the drugs and I'm not against it, but I don't want to be involved in it. He wants sex twice a day and ideally I want it a few times a week. Twice a day? (laughs) With all those beers in your belly? (laughs) He doesn't have good money habits and I have really quite good money habits. Slay, Tara. Yeah, you do. He is a big talker of ideas and I'm very literal. He's like, let's have sex. (laughs) Big idea. (laughs) Let's have sex again. (laughs) Shall we? (laughs) It's hard to make big future plans with him because his career and money isn't stable. He hasn't been very respectful of me for a while now. Oh, that's a big one, Tara. Yeah, that's kind of really shit. Yeah. I seem like a bitch writing this down. But he is also a really great person who works hard, does anything for me and his friends, is very caring and loyal, and honestly, I'm having the best sex of my life. Fuck, I'd hope so, if it's twice a day. (laughs) You got the practice. (laughs) So here's my dilemma. I can see that we aren't going to be in each other's lives forever when all of our problems are listed like this. We don't have the same goals, and we don't get along well enough to get through them. But then I think we are so in love. We try our hardest to make it work, and maybe soon it will. I have no family and no close friends who have seen us together, so I can't get an honest opinion on us from anyone I trust. I also don't feel like I have many relationships around me to compare us to. Should I stay, or should I go? I think you guys know. I think this one's pretty simple, Tara. I'm so sorry, but this is why I love a list. It really lays it out. This is why, girlies out there, you got to write your lists because these are facts. This is just evidence as to why it's a go, unfortunately, Tara. It's an absolute go. I mean, shall I whip out some key phrases? Mm -hmm. I can see we aren't going to be in each other's lives forever. We don't have the same goals. We don't get along well enough to get through them. 
I'm in a place now where I can see so many issues in our relationship that almost aren't ever going to change. Yeah, like, you know, this guy isn't for you. And and it's not going to change. She also says he doesn't respect me. Like, that's just... That's fucked up. Fucked up, Tara. I'm sorry for being so blatant, but we're going to go... We're doing doing this out of love for you, Tara, because we just want you to be in a relationship where you feel like you're respected. And trust me... There is good sex out there with someone else. Yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. Perhaps sex that you'd even want to have twice a day. <laughs> For sure. So, Tara, we're saying... Three, two, one, go! And on that note, it is time for us to go to an ad break because we've been yapping on for about 20 minutes. See you on the other side. Bye-bye. Okay, guys, it is time for our third and final, I'd say, Mm -hmm. secret. Eilish, take it away. All right, guys, I will start with the backstory. Uh, I love the backstory. We love this. I met my boyfriend, Brian, six years ago through our part-time job. His best friend, let's call him John, was working there at the time too. When I first met them both, I actually had a crush on John first. However, I then grew closer to Brian and started dating him the month before my 18th birthday. At the beginning of last year, I started to get a small crush on John again. It just wouldn't go away. Over the year, we hung out pretty much every weekend. During the week, we would talk every day. Our talking did get flirty from time to time, but it was all very harmless. During this time, my relationship with Brian wasn't doing super well. He knew that John and I would talk every day but he was just happy his best friend and his girlfriend got along so well. In September last year, a group of our friends went away for a few days together. And well, this is where shit went down. Brian was in a bad mood all weekend, so I didn't want to spend much time with him. When he went to bed at night, I would stay up with some of the others and play board games or watch a movie. One night though, everyone went to bed and it was John and I still up. When we were alone, he started to brush his fingers up my arm and held my hand. John! Scandalous! El scandalo. <laughs> for the remainder of the movie. Then this happened every night for the rest of the trip. When we got back home, Brian and I had a massive fight and I ended up leaving his house crying. In a huff, I went to the shop to pick up a bottle of wine and ran into John there. He invited me back to his place and so I went. That night, we drank two bottles of wine between us and kissed. I ended up staying the night as I was too drunk to drive home. We shared a bed, but nothing happened. The next day, I called Brian and asked to have a talk. In that conversation, we decided to go on a break. During this break, Brian and I were still in contact and Brian was working on being a better boyfriend and communicator. It was also during this time that I was seeing John, in secret of course, and we slept together on multiple occasions. Juicy. <laughs> the toxic part of me is like, yes! <laughs> no, no. Drama, drama. <laughs> he would even come over to mine and we would cook dinner and dance around the kitchen together. If I'm honest, he was giving me everything I wanted from Brian but never got. So I broke off contact with Brian. I felt guilty for stringing him along while I was having a great time with John. However, when Brian and I cut contact... John also got distant with me and started to ghost me. Later on, I found out it was because Brian had asked him to stop talking to me. I guess it's fair enough because they're best friends, but I would have appreciated it if John had told me at the time. Since then, 
Brian and I have gotten back together and our relationship couldn't be better. Oh. John, meanwhile, has a girlfriend. At the beginning of this year, our group took a trip to a nearby winery. After a few drinks, it started happening again. John started to get touchy with me by rubbing my legs under the table and grazing his fingers along my lower back when he thought no one was watching. Oh John, get your hands God. away! And Those all... frisky little hands, <laughs> Jonathan. Jonathan! Johnny boy! <laughs> and all these things gave me massive butterflies in my stomach and tingles all over my body. When we got home from the trip, we started to talk occasionally, but not often. I have recently been having dreams about John and can't stop thinking of him. However, my relationship with Brian has been the best it has ever been and he has brought up getting engaged multiple times this year. I can see myself having an amazing life with Brian, but I can't stop thinking about John. What do I do? Thoughts and prayers for Brian. I feel quite bad for that man. Poor Brian. Poor Brian. John, what's up with that guy? <laughs> like, you say you're like, oh, Brian's my friend. Yeah, he told me that we can't Yeah, s- hang since out. when we like you such a loyal friend. And then his little fingers are like, hang on a second. <laughs> I'm back. <laughs> We're back. He sniffs a glass of vino and he goes, <laughs> I'm at a winery. <laughs> yeah, so like, why would he cut off his affair with the listener? Would you like to name her? Stacy. Stacy. <laughs> I don't know why I just joined Stacey, in. Like Stacey. I knew what we were singing. Gorgeous. Yeah. Alice Wait. is a musician and she just said that we sounded gorgeous, Louie. <laughs> when we harmonised on Stacy just then, I had a moment where I thought, wait, are you my twin flame? <laughs> oh my God. Are we twin flames? Uh, yes, I think yeah. so. <laughs> so why would John cut things off with Stacy to begin with if he was just going to A... Do it again, but B, do that again while he has another girlfriend. Literally, why? Why and what? I'm really confused about John there when he ghosted Stacy. Like, no offense, John, but you weren't necessarily like an upstanding friend to begin with. No. Mm. So that's interesting. And the fact that he was so willing to, you know, risk it all again, this time having a partner. Yeah. It's tricky. I feel for Brian. I feel for Brian. And not that stories necessarily have to have a villain, but if I was to cast one, in my mind, it's John. Okay, casting director. Yeah. <laughs> and then Brian is the victim. How do we feel about Stacey? Do we think Stacey's done anything wrong here? I mean, she has. Let's be real. She has done some things wrong, namely sleeping with her partner's best friend. And maybe if they aren't necessarily fucking anymore... There's still some leg scratches and back scratches that's going on. Because let's be real, you could bat him away. Like, I think that she likes the hands on the leg. She does. And (laughs) didn't she say that she felt all of these butterflies and stuff come back? Like, she likes it. Yeah, she's got a soft spot for Johnny Boy, our villain. They have a bond. The fact that John was so, you know, quick to ghost her to begin with and he's then coming back. I'm thinking, oh my goodness, red flags. Yeah. But moving forward, I'm kind of like, what's the deal? Because John is Brian's best friend and she's saying that things with Brian have never been better, which if I'm being real with you, Stacey. We have to be real. I'm being real because I care about you. I'm a little confused about how things could be so good with Brian when you've got this whole space carved out in your brain and your heart for John. Yeah. How amazing is your life with Brian if you still can't stop thinking about John? Right? There must be some kind of 
I guess maybe two things could be true, or this is probably the way she's reckoning with it in her mind, that I love Brian and that's whole and that's true, but then on the other hand, and this exists at the same time, I also kind of vibe with John. I don't know if that's the healthiest thing moving forward and it's not the most sustainable thing moving forward. Mm -mm. Action needs to be taken. And so I'm thinking... Action needs to be taken. I don't want to keep sounding like a broken record saying if something's going on in in your brain and you feel like all this doubt that you should break up with your boyfriend because that's usually the answer. But I am going to say it because my gut is saying I don't know if things can be that great with Brian if you don't know what's going on with John and how you feel about John. Yeah, I completely agree. I think we need to put John in the bin, respectfully. Yeah. That time has passed. John, and when you're sitting in a winery, you cannot sit next to him or across from him on a table because we don't know where either of your hands are going. No. So, hands up, John, at all times. Hands up, John, at all times. <laughs> hands where we can see them, yeah. John, especially at a winery. I, I, look, maybe I'm reading between the lines. I think she knows that she needs to stop things with John. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Does she? Because when they slept together, her and Brian were on a break. Yeah, that's why I wonder why you're so definitive about her doing something wrong. Because every time that it went beyond, like, brushing, you know, seductive hands across legs and things like that, they were on a break. Okay. So is it... Thank you for that reminder, because I admit that fact did slip from my brain. But when they were away on that trip together, every night they would stay up and graze each other's legs. I suppose it depends on what you count as cheating or not cheating. What a great question to bring up. Eilish... You rock. <laughs> you rock. Well, what, what do you guys think? Because I think that, that I consider that cheating. I do If too. there is some kind of even emotional element involved, whether yeah. we act on it or not, I still consider like flirty grazing and some touchy-feely. Mm, I feel like it's cheating, for sure. Yeah. It's emotional. It's also a bit sexual. It's <laughs> like a little it's bit sexual, sexual babes. <laughs> I would say if it happened, this may be an unpopular opinion, but I would say if it happened once and it made... Stacy go, huh, why did I kind of enjoy that? And then it never really happened again, but it made her kind of question things. I wouldn't necessarily call that cheating if it was a once-off, but the repetition here Mm. is what's a bit odd for me, and I would call the repetition cheating. Like, they both knew what they were going into, and it was more like a little sexy secret. Yeah. Hypothetically, if she chooses to stay with Brian, knowing that they're best friends, how can she prevent herself from being sucked into John's orbit once again? It's difficult because it's not like she has this connection to someone that is separated from their friendship group. Like Mm -hmm. he is cemented in the friendship group. It's her partner's literal best friend and he's always going to be around. So I think that that's a difficult thing to be able to do. How can she avoid getting sucked in again when he's always going to be around as long as she is with Brian? And I don't trust John and his instincts or what he does with like a glass of wine in his system. For sure. Even if she has a conversation with him and is like, I love Brian. I'm going to stay with him. We need to stop this. We need to, wherever we can, spend less time together. I don't trust that he's not going to continue doing what he's doing. It's hard because I would say, and I've always lived by out of sight, out of mind, Mm -hmm. you know, and I feel like in a few of the past secrets that we've talked about on the podcast a lot of my advice in particular has been like out of sight out of mind you know sometimes you just need to cut and leave yeah that can't be possible with john Mm. as we said like he's always going to be around so what's the workaround here like what should she do 
well, I need an answer from you. <laughs> oh, yeah. I, I all of a sudden forgot the game. Oh, yeah. The game. <laughs> oh, yeah. I was like, what? What are you talking about? <laughs> As I said at the top of this secret, I just generally think that temptation is never a good sign. Like, it's all a spectrum. Harmless temptation, I think you know. You would know what that feels like and you would know how that would eventuate in that it wouldn't, I think, eventuate into much more than a fleeting thought. This temptation you've actioned before, so it seems like on the highest spectrum of like, oh shit, this is temptation that could really fuck up my life and my relationship. I don't think that means good things for her relationship with Brian, which is why I'm going to say go. Mm. I think we're going to agree that John has to go. John goes. Definitely John has to go. Imagine if one of these days we're like, John, stay. (laughs) (laughs) Stay. All right. End of the episode. Let's flip the script. (laughs) Um, I am going to say... I'm going to trust, Stacey, that your life with Brian is as amazing as you say it is because mm-hmm. I want to believe that for you. So I'm going to say stay with Brian. I'm going to say John, though, needs to go and you like literally cannot act on that again. And if you find it too hard and, you know, John's always around and there's such conflicting emotions, then you have to remove yourself from the entire situation. Yeah. But I'm, I'm going to say stay with Brian. Brian sounds like a sweetie pie. Not that I know anything at all about their relationship. <laughs> That's a conflicting final response yeah. from us. Did we have to be in agreement? No, I don't think so. No, I think that's acceptable. What would you say, Eilish, stay or go? That's a great question. I think just judging from how young these people seem to be, the story starts when they're 18 years old. I'm guessing that they're all around 20, 21. Just get out of there, babe. Like, it's fine. Just leave it. You know, if the universe has plans for you and Brian, you'll be brought back together eventually. I just think leave, remove yourself from the situation and move on. Wonderful sage advice to round out this episode. Guys, thank you so much for joining me today. Louis, thanks for coming in. Hey, this has been the best time ever. And also, Alish, might I say thank you for reading out three massive secrets. Whoa, snaps for Eilish. Snaps for Eilish. <laughs> to those at home listening, thank you for listening. If you have a secret you're itching to spill, feel free to email your secret to us at hotline at shamelessmediaco.com. Everything we read will, of course, be kept completely anonymous. As for social you can find us on Instagram at Everybody Has a Secret Pod and on TikTok at Everybody Has a Secret. See you next Friday. Bye. Bye. This podcast was recorded on Wurundjeri land. Always was, always will be Aboriginal land. Hello, wonderful people. As we know, I'm on Hinge. Somehow it has become a bit of a theme to talk about some dates that I've been going on as of late and for Annabelle to go through my Hinge profile. Lucky me. (laughs) So it just makes sense that Hinge have come through and we now have a partnership. Yay! It's happened. They heard and I love that for them. (laughs) Not only is it the dating app designed to be deleted, obviously, it's also taking queer online dating to the next level. Absolutely. In collaboration with Glad, they've created an incredible set of prompts tailored to everybody in the LGBTQIA plus community. Yeah. I love this one, Louis. What is your favourite LGBTQIA plus owned place? What a good question. Well, you know, literally most places on Smith Street. Melbourne, in Melbourne, let's Facts, be real. yes. If you know, you know. I've had many a lovely memory shaking my booty on a podium and being fun and queer there. Do you know what? I've actually seen so many of you lovely listeners on Smith Street and we've spoken about the potty. So 
taste. Taste. You're shaking your booty, they're shaking their booties. Yeah. I love that. <laughs> These inclusive prompts let you showcase your authentic self and allow you to kickstart meaningful conversations. Hinge, I see you, I hear you. Loving it. If you're ready to dive into the dating pool with confidence and authenticity, hey, download Hinge today. Answer some prompts and show yourself off. Let's go.